You are listening to the Ideas to Profits podcast, hosted by myself, Ross Blaine, and with my co-author, Dr. Paul Dick. And weekly, we have special guests to add to our conversations about the ideas inside I2P. Download all the latest I2P episodes wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hello everyone, it's Ross again and uh, here we are with another cave conversation. Today I've got a really interesting person with me. I've heard a lot about her from her father. He brags about her endlessly. But he said to me one day, he said, Nikki's giving up a great job to go out and freelance and be on her own. So Nikki, what are you doing? <laughs> um... Uh, so I am a branding designer and I'm a food photographer and uh, that's kind of what I do and that's the business that I run. Um, I work with restaurants and uh, other food businesses to uh, yeah, get them some creative that they really love and they're proud to show off. Yeah. Well, two things. Mm-hmm. I'll get to the entrepreneurism in a minute. Mm-hmm. But you said two things that I found very interesting. Branding yeah. and photography. Which one do you like the most? <laughs> um, I don't know, because they're both so different, but they're both kind of the same, because I would say that like photography is part of your brand. Um, but I don't know. I like doing the photography, but I'm more trained in doing the design side of it. So that is also very fun to do like the, the strategy work of that and be creative like through the computer, and that's like what I'm comfortable with, versus photography which I feel like I have less experience in, but it's still fun to like be around the food and everything. So it's not a very good answer, but <laughs> uh, it actually it is because it's interesting. Uh, if I push it just a little further, yeah. which I will, <laughs> of course. Um, what I, I I always see is when people talk about a brand and the brand promise and the value of the brand, mm-hmm. and then they start to put their advertising together, the two don't match. Mm-hmm. Do you find that a lot? Um, yeah, because I think that if you're not super clear on like what you want your business to represent and what like the values that you want to showcase, if you're not clear on that, then it's you're just kind of like shooting into the wind. You're like, well, this looks pretty, so I guess I'll do that. And then it just doesn't make sense with who you're trying to talk to and um, what you're trying to say to your audience. So uh, a bit of a question then, uh, you must work with them before you start taking pictures to understand what they want to deliver, what brand promise they want to deliver. How do you go about digging that out of their head? Because mm-hmm. when you deal with chefs, and I've dealt with chefs in my past, mm-hmm. uh, they are pretty tough to be <laughs> able to understand, well, I just want to cook food. I just want to make food. Yeah. You know. I don't actually find that. Maybe it's just like the people that I'm working with. Um, I find that the thing I love the most about working with food business owners is that they're so passionate about the food. And so like I ask them like, why are you doing this? Like, why do you sell what you sell basically? So like, that's one of my favorite questions. Like, Oh, you sell cookies. Why cookies? Why not something else? And like, I've gotten an answer of like, Oh, I just wanted to make money. It's like, well, that's not really an answer. You can make money selling burgers you can make money selling whatever why are you specifically selling cookies and then they get the answer of 
you know, oh, they remind me of, like, when I was a kid and my grandma made me cookies and it just, like, goes with the family connection and I really want to bring that to other people. Or, like, a coffee shop owner saying, um, like, why did I open a coffee shop? I really wanted to have a place that the community could come and chat and, like, make it part of their routine with having a coffee, having a nice chat with me or with, like, their friends or anything like that, and I wanted to build that community. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the I just listen to what they're telling me about why they're doing what they're doing and what makes them so passionate about what they're doing and just spin that, and I say back to them, okay, well, that's great. You want a sense of community. I'm happy that you didn't say, like, oh, I want to provide the best coffee in the world. Like, no, he yeah. wants something else. He yeah. wants, like, the, the just, like, everyone wants something kind of different and just building the brand off of why they're passionate about what they offer. It's like Schultz and Starbucks when he said he wanted Starbucks to be the place between home and the office. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, you know, that's what it is all about. Yeah, right? or, like, um, I think Indigo, um, like Chapters Indigo, they wanted their stores to feel like a library. Yeah. So they put like comfy chairs and stuff and so like people could encourage people to do that so just like having those extra whys in your head of why am i actually doing this why am i selling this and what do i want my client or my customer to experience when they interact with me and so i can take that and make creative that is that has that feel that will give the customers right away when they look at it oh this is what i need like this is the exact thing that I see. I see that this coffee shop will give me a place of community. I see that this cookie brand will remind me of home. Right. And just interpreting that. So you, you must have seen Simon Sinek's start with why. I don't think so, no. Oh, you should. Okay. <laughs> because of what you're doing, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. It's called Start With Why yeah. by Simon Sinek. You'll love it. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's a great one. But you also said something that I absolutely love, and enough people don't do it when they're working with clients, is ask them the why question. Yeah. And uh, how many times will you ask them why? Oh, a decent amount. I think during, um, like, if I'm working with them for branding, during our initial sales call, that's one of my questions. So, like, I have these brand clarity calls, and that's, like, our initial sales right. call. Well, I'll ask them a bunch of questions about branding, and so they're, like, clear on what to do next. Because a lot of people that I talk to aren't super clear on if they need branding, what it means, and all that kind yeah. of stuff. So one of the questions is the why question. And, like, they take a second to think about it, and if I need to, I'll press them a little bit further. But usually they have an idea in their head of, like, why am I doing this? Because they're business owners themselves, obviously. Um, so I ask them then, and then when we get started, we have, like, a f- more, like, deep dive kind of strategic conversation where we reiterate the why I ask them like their value words and just get really deep down on what they want. No, I've been very remiss. Mm -hmm. I didn't say all I know you of is, is Hey Nikki. Yeah. (laughs) Right. What is the name of your company and how do people get a hold of you? Yeah. So it's called Hey Nikki creative. Um, so the reason it's called that is because when I was growing up, um, so, like, my name is Nikki, and people would always make the joke, like, hey, Nikki, you're so fine. You're so, like that. Yeah, hey, I Nikki know that's song. Yeah. Um, so, I got that all the time, and so then that's what I named my business, Hey, Nikki. Um, so, yeah, it's Hey, Nikki Creative. I'm at heynikki.ca. Um, that's my website. And then my 
handles are just at Hey Nikki Creative on Instagram and TikTok. And then, yeah. Now, let me just be really clear. Yeah. That's N-I-C... No. N-I-K-I. Say it again. N-I-K-I. Okay. See, everybody got that? It's a <laughs> Nikki, not a Nikki. Yeah, exactly. It's very, you know, it's very yeah. different. Okay. So, now, question. Mm-hmm. Hey, Nikki. Yeah. Why did you leave corporate life to, I mean, you know, when you had corporate life, you what? You went you went to how many businesses, as many businesses, or as many countries, I'm sorry, mm. as your age. Yeah, and I working, tried. <laughs> and working for a company, you get the luxury to do that. But as mm-hmm. an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. that's really tough. Yeah, so one of the, actually, I found the opposite, that one of the reasons that I left corporate was so I could have more time to travel because when I was working a corporate job, I only got two weeks vacation. And so I couldn't take that time to like travel where I wanted and have the freedom to do that. And so that was one of the main reasons why I left my corporate job so I could have just more freedom in like my day and my schedule. Like I didn't have to be in an office at a certain time and I could take a month off to travel, which I did. And, uh, but yeah, but I was finding that, like, I left my corporate job right before the pandemic started. I like to just preface that, that I left in February of 2020, not March. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I left my corporate job because I just needed that freedom. I felt that I grew as much as I could there, and I was starting to kind of resent them, and which is not really a good place to be. And so I decided to go on my own so I could have all the freedom that I wanted so I can work with different types of businesses and I could have more choice on who I wanted to work with and work with smaller businesses as well. That was kind of my main goal when I started too. Um, so yeah, so now it's been two and a half years and there you go. So it's been two and a half years. You've traveled a bit. You, I think you got stuck in, no, Thailand? In Thailand, yeah. Yeah, Thailand. <laughs> yeah. How do you keep in touch? How do you work with clients when you're stuck in Thailand and <laughs> locked into, you were locked in, literally locked into a hotel? Yeah, I was, I got, yeah, I got COVID right at the end of my trip. And uh, so I was in a quarantine hotel for 10 days. So I had to stay an extra two weeks in Thailand. Um, so while I was gone, so my original plan was to go for a month, go for four weeks. Um, I wasn't working at all because I wanted to just take a full travel break. It was the first time I had traveled out of Canada in two years. And um, yeah, so I basically told all my clients beforehand, like I gave them very large heads up. I don't really work with a lot of like recurring clients, so that right. wasn't much of an issue. Right. But it was just like the projects that I would take on, like closer to the end of January, February, saying, oh, act- I am going to be taking all of March off, just so you know, and just like wrapping up other projects and things like that. Um, so while I was gone, I didn't work at all. The two weeks that I was stuck, I did do a little bit of work because I had like my iPad, I didn't have my laptop or anything, but just like emailing clients, telling them I'm back, emailing leads, like, and just doing that kind of stuff while I was still there. Um, But otherwise, like the branding work that I can do, I can bring my laptop and do that from anywhere. The photography work is a little bit trickier because like if I want to be on set and doing photography, obviously I need to be um, available. But um, one of my original plans this year was to be away for four months instead of one month, where our two of those months were working months. And I would hire a subcontractor to do the photo shoots for me. Right. And then, but I would be the customer like uh, contact. I would edit the photos. We would do right. like, the right. brainstorming session together, all that kind of stuff. I would just have my contractor 
actually do the physical shoot. Right. Um, so that I haven't actually been able to try that because I wasn't able to do four months away. But that is kind of a workaround. So that's that's somewhere in the plans. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I mean, I think that because for me, like the reason that I do this or the reason that I'm making money is to travel right now. So like that is in my plans of going away for a bit longer and maybe trying to work on the on the road and all that stuff. So how come? How come you're not saying to me, uh, you know, well, Ross, my idea is to take Hey Mickey and someday it's going to be as big as Ogilvy or one of those big agencies and yeah. everybody, who, everybody who wants to put food out is going to come to Hey Nicky for mm-hmm. a really cool idea. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that, like, I like to stay small. I mean, I say that right now, like, of that's kind of my goal. Well, I don't know. I don't really have like big, big goals like that right now, but it doesn't mean that it won't ever happen. Cause I mean, when I first started, I was like, yeah, I'm just doing all myself. Like, you know, I'm not going to scale or like, it's just me kind of thing. But like two years ago, I wouldn't have thought, Oh, I can hire a subcontractor. Oh, like, like for example, I just hired an assistant and it's like, Oh, I would never have been like, Oh, I don't need that. It's just going to be me. So, so I mean, yeah. So you mean you've got an assistant who runs around behind you and, <laughs> you, and you say, set up the lights over there, please. And uh, I'll have the camera ready on this tripod and please, will you make that lunch appointment for me at uh, Not some exactly. restaurant? So I have worked with a photography assistant before and he was going to be my subcontractor. Um, and that's kind of what he did is, yeah, set up the lights during a shoot. And, um, like, his strengths laid more in, like, the technical aspects of photography because he's a photographer himself. And so I would ask for his advice a little bit on, like, the lighting. But, like, I would have the creative control of the shoot. Um, and so that's very, very helpful. But I don't use him for all the shoots because sometimes I just don't really need an assistant. Um, but the assistant that I just hired is a virtual assistant. And she will help me with, like, my social media just like basically the things that I didn't really want to do anymore. I was like, okay. I'm just going to hire someone to do this. And so it'll give me more time on my plate and she can so work on that. So basically more time for you to chase the kind of projects that you want. Yeah. And allow her to keep your presence out there. Exactly. Yeah. And like keep generating leads and just engaging with people in the background. I know that's happening. But I could also ask her to do like admin type tasks like, oh, can you send this client a contract? Can you set up right. an invoice? Can you like set up a project sheet and book calls and stuff like that? But as of right now, I'm just having her focus on social because that's not, that's just not something I want to do <laughs> right now. But yeah. Now, when you say, how do you, how, how do you go about, because this is a, a lot of pe- people are all saying, well, I'm going to get somebody to do social for me. Yeah. Right. You've done social. Mm-hmm. Okay. You did it well. Yeah. I mean, I think I said enough likes, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Fine. Um, you know, and I watched I watched the comments come in and, and it grow. But how do you take somebody now and give them the same passion about what you do? Because mm-hmm. social is passion. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so basically, like, the things that I like about social media are creating the content. That's, like what I'm good at. That's what I like to do. The things that I don't like to do are the nitty gritty kind of back end stuff like, oh, engaging with potential clients and like making sure I have the right hashtag and making sure I have the right strategy. Like 
that stuff does not interest me. I don't, like, I have done it in the past. I just, it's just not for me. I just want to focus on creating the content. And so that's what, um, like, my assistant, that's one of the services that she does offer. But I said, you know what? I'm good with creating my own content. You don't have to do that. Because it didn't make sense to me to have somebody else create the content that, like, because my content is usually, like, my own photos or, like, videos of me talking or, like, stuff like that. Right now, I've got a client and a wonderful man, wonderful company. But he hired somebody to do his social media and everything dropped off. Yeah. Because the person he hired didn't understand the industry, didn't mm. understand the passion that he mm -hmm. has for mm -hmm. his business. And I keep saying to them, how are you going to get the passion back? Because mm -hmm. everything you do, I mean, some of the things I've seen you do on the different social media and talking about different food and different ideas. Mm -hmm. It's all about passion. Yeah. Now, how do you make sure that your, that your assistant does that? <laughs> um, so I specifically hired her because she works with photographers as an assistant, like as a virtual right. assistant. Um, and just like when I had my initial like sales call with her, I could tell that she really, really knew what she was doing in terms of social. And that I just had like the confidence in her right away that she could do. Though that being said, she's only worked with me for a week. Oh, we haven't oh, really done a lot right. yet. I just hired her, so we'll see in like a little bit. But I do have confidence. Like we've had a couple of calls, and she came to the call with like, "Yeah, these are all the ideas." I looked at your competitors. Like this was more for um, like TikTok because I'm just started on TikTok, and she's like, "This is what you can do. This is what you can do." And like, it was just great to have someone come to me and like give me their expertise on something I don't so already know. I'm going to ask you a tough question then. Are you ready? This sure. is a tough one. How will you know when she's been successful? Because other people want to know mm -hmm. that answer to that question too. It's, success <laughs> it's successful if I feel like she's taking something off of my plate. You know, like if I'm don't feel like I have to redo the stuff that she's doing. Okay. I don't have to like micromanage her. You know, obviously at the beginning you have to do that a little bit, yeah. Yeah. but like have an ongoing relationship with her where I trust her with stuff and I can feel like, okay, I can leave this to Lucy and I can do the things that I love to do. It's not necessarily about like, oh, she needs to grow my account to a hundred thousand followers and get me a viral video. That's stuff I don't really care as much about because I know that like, if those 100 followers that I have on TikTok, if every single one of them bought for me, I'd be golden. I'd be great. So then I don't have to have like a million followers or anything like that. Excuse me. I'm a little, <laughs> uh, okay, we're doing this podcast. Yeah. And you're going to send it out to people. I'm going to be sending it out to all kinds of people. Everybody's going out to people. So all of a sudden, hey, Nikki's going yeah. to get all these calls and you're going to be viral. Then what are you going to do? Well, that would be an added bonus, but it's not something that I need to have in order to feel like I've succeeded at social media. Okay. So then how will you know, last question, <laughs> how will you know when Hey Nikki has been a success? Mm. That's a question that I've had, I have thought about myself as well. Like when is it like quote unquote enough, you know? Um, mm. I don't really know the answer to the question, honestly. Like I think that right now my goals is to like make enough, money to be able to live comfortably and also travel like uh yeah my i think my goal that i had that i set last year is to be able to travel two months out of the year right. and work 10 months of the year 
So then the virtual assistant will work the other two months for you? Yeah, well, okay, maybe. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> but that is an added bonus of having a virtual assistant, too, is that my business can keep, like, kind of running while I'm gone. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of the main goal of mine right now is just, like, feel like I'm living comfortably. I can, like, have disposable income and all that stuff. One last question. Okay. I said the last time, didn't I say, I didn't say that? <laughs> One last question. What would you say to anybody who's 25 to 35, okay, and you notice I put you, you're, I know you're somewhere in that spectrum, yeah. I would say, okay, uh, at 25 to 35, yeah. they've been in corporate life, they're feeling frustrated, Yeah. what would you say to them? Um, if they want to start their own business, I would say that it's, and this is going to discourage, but it's a lot harder than you think it's going to be. But it is worth it at the same time. Like, I, even on my, like, most frustrating months of, like, oh, I didn't make as many sales as I wanted to and everything, um, I still wouldn't go back to a corporate job because then I think about, oh, well, then I have to only have two weeks vacation. I only, I have to get there at 8.30 every morning. Like, I don't want to do that. So it is worth it because the times where you do get the clients that you really love and you have a project that went really, really well, it's such a good feeling and it's also a really good feeling to like look into my accounting software and seeing like my chart of the money I've made and looking at that and saying like I made all of that money from all the work that I have been doing like that is every single dollar there is because of the efforts that I put in can you see the shock on my face <laughs> yes you're saying you're going after the filthy lucre to live up to your lifestyle instead of being Nikki, yeah. the person that you go to to <laughs> make your exposure in the food industry mm -hmm. profound. Yeah. Okay, fine. <laughs> Anyways, everyone, this is Nikki. Tell them once more where they find you. Yeah, so you can find me on my, web on my website. It's heynikki.ca, so that's H-E-Y-N-I-K-I.ca. And you can find me on Instagram, heynikki.creative, and then TikTok, heynikki.creative. Um, and yeah, here you can find me. So, thank you very much. I hope you, you had fun. Yeah. Okay. Download all the latest I2P episodes wherever you listen to your podcasts. Join our online community at ideas2profits.ca where you can take advantage of workshops, complimentary downloadables, and monthly newsletters. And finally, should you require someone to do a keynote address to one of your associations or groups, Paul and I are available. We also have a series of workshops that will be downloaded from the website that you can absolutely provide to your staff in your working environments. Thank you again. Have a great day. Mm -hmm.